to Blacklisted Radio. It's been a while, my friends. It's good to be back. It is the 21st day of October 2018. I'm your host, Doug Owen, and you can go to my website, blacklistedradio.com. It's dedicated to the show. I'm the senior editor. For most of you that are familiar with the program, you know that, and um, most of you probably have found this show in its in its entirety in all of its glory there at blacklistednews.com or via one of the links or maybe through the last 10 years uh, that we've been pumping out and broadcasting dissident media uh, over the internet. So uh, you can go to the chat room, blacklistedradio.com, hang out with the trolls, myself and others, even producer Ken there behind the glass uh, chimes in from time to time here on the program. You can call him if you'd like to get onto the show. You can rant and rave you can bring your thoughts, your takes on the world that is around us at 800-313-9443. Uh, and, uh, you, of course, you can text me, 512-222-3067. And uh, a lot of you guys do. So um, what's going on in the world? The uh, assassination, the speculation of the assassination of Jamal Khashoggi has definitely taken – uh, I guess myself by by surprise, it is taking the world by storm, and there's really only one question in my mind, and that is, why is this one man so important to everything? Why is he key to uh, the the resistance, the newfound uh, criticism of Saudi Arabia and the CIA's darling uh, prince that uh, is is probably behind the sawing up, chopping up of uh, Mr. Jamal. So we'll talk about it a little bit. It's interesting to see some of the the blowback, um, international media affairs, uh, moving conventions, Google tech conferences, things like that. Uh, Apple, some some big the big Fortune 500s uh, coming out. And uh, just, um, you know, it, it's rare to see criticism of the, the the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And, of course, it's because they're so financially tied and strategic to the U.S., uh, not only British weapons companies, U.S. weapons companies. I mean, they are, they are the biggest buyer of weapons. And, of course, they are fighting a proxy war for us in Yemen. Against the Houthis, the Iranian-aligned Houthis, this is an ongoing strategic relationship that is uh, – it's very tenuous. Uh, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of interesting things uh, to glean from this special relationship. And speaking of special, special relationships, we should talk about Khashoggi's special relationship with bin Laden. Oh, yeah. He was the one that allegedly – I'll just say that, uh, tried to t- take uh, bin Laden uh, under his wing and turn him away from violence. Didn't work out so well, did it, Jamal? Anyway, um, yeah, he is <laughs> He is uh, so key to the, the, this special relationship. I remember when Obama said that there were special relationships. We'll get back to that. I did want to mention that the U.S. is pulling out of the nuclear arms treaty with Russia. It's pretty interesting. Um, just one of many treaties 
that Donald Trump has pulled the U.S. out of. The Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty was signed between former President Ronald Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev in 87. It banned all land-based cruise missiles with a range between 310 and 3,417 miles. So um, the Russians have been (laughs) making uh, lots of cruise missiles and other uh, exotic weaponry that uh, exceeds this uh, 310 uh, mile range, and don't don't think for a moment that the United States hasn't uh, been making weapons and selling those uh, around the world that uh, would probably uh, be in violation of the uh, Nuclear Forces Treaty. So this has nothing to do with nuclear bombs. Um, it, it, I guess it could. You can tip any kind of uh, long range missile with just about. You know, any kind of nuclear armament you want uh, strategically, um, you know, I mean, not, not not huge bombs, but big enough to blow up some cities. So uh, this from Trump, quote, Russia has violated the agreement. They've been violating it for many years. And I don't know why President Obama didn't recognize or rather negotiate or pull out. We're not going to let them violate a nuclear agreement and go out and do weapons and we're not allowed to. <laughs> I don't know if that's really what he said, but quote, in quote, Trump said, quote, we're the ones that have stayed in the agreement and we've honored that agreement. But Russia has not, unfortunately. So we're going to terminate the agreement. Big deal. Probably not. Um, is it time for a new deal? The new NAFTA? I don't know if that actually had to uh, had the opportunity on the podcast because it's been so sporadic and I've I've been uh, neglecting it due to um, family issues. Ken thanked me for our uh, n- celebrating our 19th anniversary. The uh, wife, Miss Owen, and myself. Um, the last weekend, it was a. Uh, it, it's it was time to spend a little time together. I've had a lot of other projects, and plus with two kids, and uh, a growing fascination with lots of. Uh, hobbies and things and woodworking and other things. Um, not that I get a lot of time to do any of those specifically other than, than uh, uh, rear children. Uh, so I've got a lot of excuses, I guess, for not doing the show as much. But anyway, um, there is a new NAFTA. It's a new agreement. The copyright uh, hounds love it. Uh, there's been almost no analysis. I, I, I myself did a little bit of it. Uh, but not uh, preparatory for a radio show. But I just one of the many things that um, I would say some people are appreciative of uh, when it comes to Donald Trump doing things that he said he would, whether you like it or not. That is what he is doing, and so he is trying to rile up the base. You know, here the 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 the, the ramp up for defeating Beto or Rourke. Uh, is is uh, very hot. Uh, Donald Trump's going to come to Texas to try to save Ted. Ted, Ted, Ted. And, you know, of course, my take is that uh, neither of these politicians really represent all the things that I want to see in a senator. Very powerful people. Um, you know, Beto O'Rourke, like a lot of uh, lip service liberals, <clears throat> You know he's interested in the uh, the impeachment of Trump and uh, you just other nonsensical things that you know let's let's make uh 
his his policy is just wish washy. I watch some of the debates, and it's it's a lot of feel good stuff, you know. And uh, that's that's uh, if you thought Obama did a great job, <laughs> if you thought that it wasn't just a lot of feel good stuff, a lot of promises that sounded good, a lot of a lot of motivational speeches that that left you uh, hopeful. If you want more of that, Beto O'Rourke is that guy. But it's just kind of funny to me. Ted Cruz doesn't look Hispanic, <laughs> and all of his supporters are just banging Beto O'Rourke for using the name Beto rather than his given name, Robert. But regardless, that's a bunch of <laughs> it's a bunch of ridiculousness that is going on. Sometimes the political cycle and uh, these midterms uh, kind of bore me. Uh, unfortunately, when I go to the when I go to the poll, I don't find too many options there that I, I fully support. You really can't find an anti-war candidate. You can't find uh, anybody that is the least bit concerned with the encroaching police state um, when it comes to safety and security, uh, building, building a police state for uh, you to love almost all of them, other than maybe the libertarians, a few people in the Green Party and others that – you know, I end up voting for um, that don't stand a chance. <laughs> Can't got to vote the less of the two evils. That is the prevailing thought that goes into the midterms. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if there is this the liberal outrage. I mean, if you've watched the coverage of news since 2016, uh, it's been a tumultuous year. For Donald Trump, Puerto Rico. There's a lot of things that we could go back to, you know, that were uh, the immigrant caravan has become a new politicized hot issue. Are they going to make it? Is Donald Trump going to take the money, the purse strings away from these countries? Um, I think the interesting takeaway is that basically we give money to countries to get them to do what we want them to do. You get them on the dole, and that is how uh, U.S. politics works. Um, and, and that's the biggest takeaway that I've seen. What is going to happen to these immigrants? Now, the media just loves them and is following them uh, every every moment uh, they can. <laughs> Watching the, uh, I don't know, the just canned staged uh, appeal to to Americans. And if you see some of the real pictures of uh, <laughs> these guys burning U.S. flags, putting swastikas on them, you realize that that reality of, of uh, that, that, that you perceived on TV is quite starkly different. Um, speaking of which, we had an interesting uh, post from the International Watch blog about the Proud Boys. Now, the Proud Boys, if you're not familiar, are a group of guys that think it's okay to be proud of who you are no matter what it's okay and i would say they're staunch trump supporters definitely kind of in the republican uh flock um gavin mcginnis is probably one of the more famous um proud boys proud boy members uh has uh documented and talked about the the demification of being to the right on politics and you know the the, the nasty word, the one thing that you don't want to be called, and that is a racist, is loosely slung around by even you know mainstream uh, supposedly uh, uh, 
legitimate media like the New York Post. So anyway, um, there was a uh, a fight that broke out, um, which I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why you go to these um, <laughs> these uh, uh, GOP clubs to uh, protest and to you know basically get into a fist fight with Antifa which are just a bunch of kids that are looking for a fight and the proud boys um maybe they're not much better i don't know yeah, yeah you're not going to convince other people to uh vote for your guy by you know engaging them physically at different political events if that's your cup of tea you know i i i was young once <laughs> i i i didn't mind going to a protest and finding some other people that have different political ideologies and getting into a fist fight but um, I'm just not that radical anymore, I guess. Um, it, because quite literally, it's uncompelling and kind of pointless. And you might get a black eye. You might get, uh, you know, a cop kicking you in the back of the head um, for something that the media will just once again portray as a as a uh, schism, as a far far out let, uh, radical group that's uh that's uh you know not an idea uh not in the ideology rather of uh, of your of your liking so you have this um this guy this big burly guy uh his name is where oh, i got it here <sighs> goodness gracious i should prepare better he's one of the proud boy members anyway um, this NY Post came out. Uh, second Proud Boys member arrested for our fight outside GOP. Second member of the alt-right hate group Proud Boys was busted by the NPD, uh, NYPD for the brawl with Antifa counter-protesters. Of course, they are counter-protesters. They are not a mob. Don't use that word <clears throat> because it has connotations. People get upset. It's a very sensitive word. Um, so uh, anyway – it's a picture of this big burly guy with this proud boy tattoo on his forearm. Uh, the press versus the reality, and uh, I'll give him the uh, attention he deserves. Uh, Joe Vonger, uh, his Twitter handle is J-O-V-A-N-G-N-R, uh, posted a picture of the proud boy member, this alleged right-wing hate mongering neo-nazi uh hate group <clears throat> and lo and behold he actually has a black wife and a couple black kids <whistles> mind blown mind blown so at least there's people out there on twitter giving ny the new york post and one of their very young editors um the 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 the, the s storm that they deserve <laughs> they're getting a twitter getting twittered and tweeted to death Oh, so embarrassing, so embarrassing. But that is, you know, just another case in point example where there's probably like a point to a thousand a week where the mainstream media pushes their own agenda and uh, the editors push their agenda, which is completely biased. So anyway, uh, you know, the Antifa protesters are trying to beat Proud Boy members into, I don't know, uh, giving uh, them the uh the tolerance that they deserve beating you into tolerance you have to be tolerant and if you're not tolerant then we will punch you if that is you know your <laughs> that's your mo that's your 
operating procedure, then you should really, really take a look in the mirror. So um, let's see. We've got a few minutes here. We'll talk about Jamal <clears throat> Jamal Khashoggi. Really, it's just um, kind of an overload of um, news regarding Khashoggi. And, of course, I think that the world knows <laughs> that he was murdered. Uh, the Canadian prime minister even warned the Saudis, do not hurt Jamal Khashoggi. Very intelligent, uh, very um, uh, well, well-heeled uh, guy who um, was – uh, definitely mingling with the CIA for many years, intelligence analyst or uh, asset rather, uh, because he was in media. He was a media baron, of course, in Saudi Arabia. Um, of course, I, I mentioned he he, he uh, knew Bin Laden, and um, he wrote for the Washington Post. Do I need to explain this? Do I do I have to break it down? Probably not for most of you, anyway. Um, Germany suspends arms sales to Saudi weeks after the $500 million deal. I guess that's the only thing that's shocking to me is that there is any kind of reaction because it was just a few months ago when Mom, uh, Pompeo was um, uh, gushing about uh, the Saudi prince, and I was listening to intelligence analyst after intelligence analyst after uh, wink, wink, retired CIA guy on Fox News talking about how this this transition is is good when we had the what was it 100 businessmen the, the most powerful businessmen in Saudi Arabia being tortured day after day in a hotel um, and uh, being forced to give over their fortunes to the kingdom there wasn't a lot of I mean people were pretty excited about that here in the u.s uh you know it, it it hasn't stopped trump from uh you know taking lots of money from the the saudis and giving them lots of money um it it's uh it's interesting to uh to to kind of fathom that there's this blowback if it's not part of a containment campaign if it's not part of a a broader U.S. shakeup. I mean, you got people that are very uh, well connected, like Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio, uh, political elite that are at least rabble rousing about Khashoggi. We want answers. Everybody knows what happened. I think <laughs> it's pretty pretty obvious. There was a hit team, and uh, you know, I don't know. Take a look at the guy. Did he get in the brawl? <laughs> was he brawling? Why was he brawling with Saudi intelligence? Oh, they're trying to fight people. The damage control is um, is going, but foreigners sold a net $1.1 billion of Saudi stocks in the week of October 18th. Money doesn't lie, my friends. All right, quick break. Back on the other side with much more. Picking your phone calls, 800-313-9443 on the one and only Blacklisted Radio. Attention RBN listeners. Dr. Ignatius Piazza, founder of Front Sight Firearms Training, and fate have come together to allow RBN to run another fundraiser till the end of the year. We didn't really expect this opportunity, 
but thankfully, it's here and running as you hear this. We've set a goal of 500 donations by the end of the year, which averages around six per day, seven days a week. When you realize all the folks listening to RBN all hours of the day and night, we think our goal is realistic and extremely critical to keep RBN on the air. If everybody listening will seriously assess their ability with firearms and then take advantage of this opportunity, we feel our goal is very conservative. Please take the time to look over Front Sight's website to get an idea of an amazing facility and the world-class training that's going on there. If this interests you, you likely will have like-minded friends that would like to know. Tell them. If for some reason some listeners are not personally interested, consider sons and daughters, close friends, nieces or nephews, top-valued employees, inform club members, share the opportunity with police and fire departments. It's not too early to plan Christmas presents for special people. This fundraiser has come at an extremely critical time for RBN because the dire need for equipment upgrades. We're running on the spare tire currently with no money to fix a flat, and the fuel gauge is bouncing on E. This is one of the most valuable ways you can help RBN financially because you get commander lifetime membership value that is 50 times your donation and can be passed on forever. How many times during life do you get to leave a legacy? See more details and contact info on our webpage, republicbroadcasting.org, and thank you. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you a few from Amazon.com. By Mel. Great product. My husband and father-in-law use it regularly. Both my husband and father-in-law have had significant change in their blood pressure and overall health. By Amazon customer. It works for me. Return to buy the tincture and the capsules as they were on sale during February. Unlike some other products, this one worked for blood pressure and occasional irregular heartbeat. Extendivite produced noticeable results after just two bottles. A four-month supply. I take Extendivite three times a day, every day. I think this supplement has helped with my increased fitness regime and to lower my blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call one 877 928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com Extend your life with Extendovite Alright, so I'm going to give you the scoop on Jamal Khashoggi tell you something you don't already know and that is that he may have been a key, a key to this 9-11 investigation, the 21 pages. And, um, well, there's some interesting thoughts going on out there. The piece done by Finnan Cunningham back on the 14th. Did the Saudis fear? Did the Saudis and the CIA fear Khashoggi's 9-11 bombshell? So, yeah, I mean, he would have definitely had some interesting thoughts at the time he wrote and and intel on the possible inside job that was uh, the the uh, attacks that happened on September 11, 2001. It's pretty wild now thinking about this, but they are actually recruiting and enlisting young men and women that were not alive when the terror attacks happened on that day. 
kind of puts it in perspective. Anyway, uh, the macabre case of the missing journalist Jamal Khashoggi raises the question, did Saudi rulers fear him revealing highly damaging information on their secret dealings, in particular their possible involvement in the 9-11 terror attacks on uh, New York in 2001. Even more intriguing are the U.S. media reports now emerging that American intelligence had snooped on and were aware of Saudi officials making plans to capture Khashoggi prior to his apparent disappearance at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul last week. If Americans knew the journalist's life was in danger, why didn't they tip him off to avoid his doom? It's a good question. How did they do this? How, Without the CIA knowing and being uh, very aware of the situation. Now, I did mention the prime minister voiced his concerns in Canada, so he might have had the inside tip from the <laughs> – I know they do. They do actually have an intelligence service there in Canada. Probably doesn't get the uh, attention it deserves. I don't even know what the acronym is for it. Anyway, Gushal, G- Jamal Khashoggi, 59, had gone rogue from the Saudi elite's point of view, formerly a senior editor at the Saudi state media and now advisor to the royal court, he was imminently connected to, and versed in the House of Saud affairs. As one conta- commentator cryptically put it, quote, he knew where all the bodies were buried. Pretty important guy for the past year, Khashoggi, went into self-imposed exile, taking up a residence in the U.S., where he began writing opinion columns for the Washington Post. Khashoggi's articles appear to be taking on increasingly critical tone against the heir of the Saudi throne, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, the 33-year-old yeah, – give me a ding – 33, the magic number, Crown Prince uh, or as they call him, MB note, uh, MBS, is the de facto ruler of the oil-rich kingdom in place of his aging father, King Solomon. So it's a race to replace. Now, that is what uh, Lindsey Graham said, that we would have to uh, get some insurance that he was not going to be the heir to the, the, the Saudi crown. And that would be, would be a problem, you know, because we've got all these people that, I don't know, the, the, the Saudi Arabians themselves that, you know, have – it's almost like North Korea. There's this magical, mythical uh, reason that they are ruled by these a-holes, these, this small group of uh, a family that are royal. At some point, these people are going to eventually be pulled into the 21st century by technology and things that uh, – the modernization, the inevitable modernization that will take hold in Saudi Arabia. And it's, it's happening in a small way. <laughs> just shows you how outdated the kingdom is. Um, the special relationship should definitely be questioned more. But uh, when it comes to the, the Saudi-U.S. relations, you know, and I laid out the basic foundation: guns, Iran, 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 Iran. CIA uh, specifically hates Iran because, well, you know, all their post World War II shenanigans around the world had installed dictators from Pinochet to um, the Shah. In Iran and, uh, you know, the Khomeini uh, once again uh, was was not U.S. friendly. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people have a lot of bad blood. There's no good guys in the scenario. Don't think that the <laughs> U.S. and its allies are any more virtuous than the Iranians. And I think a lot of people uh, definitely carry water for the Iranian point of view. I, I just haven't seen them invading countries as of late, uh, at least not effectively, uh, not – uh, assassinating people daily, like our good friends. Um, you know, we, we can talk about all the missing princes. There's three princes that have gone missing, and uh, MBS is the 
he is definitely the you know suspect number one uh, when it comes to uh, all the, the the people that that come up missing whenever they start talking about that. So you know this autocratic, uh, very outdated, antiquated kingdom that's very rich and well connected, and um, you know we carry water for the Saudis. They do the same for us, and they were imminently invo- uh, intimately involved in nine eleven. I mean, Jamal Khashoggi said it. Um, Now, some people would say, well, you're running cover for all these other groups, running cover for Dick Cheney, you're running cover. Um, No, there are so many uh, aspects uh, of 9-11 that uh, do not make any sense, do not scientifically or even, um, you know, the uh, the aftermath, the immediate deceptions uh, that you know, just somebody looking at, you know, batting, batting average, Iraq, Afghanistan, where else? Oh, yeah, Libya. Just a few examples of the lies that came out of 9-11. So to think that it was anything less than that would be, that'd be pretty ridiculous. All right, guys, quick break. You'll be part of it, 800-313-9443, right here on Blacklisted Radio. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. This is too good to be true, except this time it is real. 100%. No joke. How about a $25,000 membership to Front Sight Firearms Training Facility as a thank you bonus? For a one-time donation to RBN of only $500, it is a Commander Lifetime membership with no yearly fees or dues. The training is free for the rest of your life with over 50 different classes. Then leave it to your designated beneficiary. You provide the approved firearm, holster, ammo, eye, and ear protection. Many features and bonuses are included, more than you would ever expect or believe. This is the ultimate graduation present, wedding gift, etc., etc. See the details. Go to RBN's webpage and frontsite.com to make it happen. You will hear this offer only on this radio network. Help keep RBN alive. Tell five. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Oh, the truth's going to come out sooner or later, as soon as it's convenient. Now there's more questions about 9-11. Of course, the U.S. government, the White House, Dick Cheney, uh, he was in the saddle and took bin Laden's family and put them on a plane, on a jet plane, back to the Middle East, back to their homes, uh, while while. Uh, all domestic flights were on the ground, grounded uh, on 9-11. They were allowed to escape. Mm. Yeah, so that doesn't seem weird to people. I don't know. I, I just think that you know, there's a lot of really telling things um, that should definitely make the, the, the top ten list when it comes to 9-11 and – uh, you know, obviously the the problems with the official story. It's uh, let's see. Oh no, I thought there was a caller. Okay, so anyway, um, so we touched on that. Some of the other things I want to get to today uh, really do highlight the situation around the world. <laughs> Mass immigration. Those that are chanting, bring. This is the thing that's interesting to me, and and that is that there are. Building seven, uh, building seven is my safe space. Thank you, Ken. I like that. Uh, anyway, mass migration uh, can be a great thing if there is something for the people to do. You know, there's a mass migration across this country to the West for gold, for richness. And uh, many were able to capitalize. Not so many of the people that were looking for the gold, but of course, all the boom towns and uh, um, you know company stores that popped up around those boom towns and were able to provide and ship in supplies to the miners and whatnot that made America what it is. That's why uh, you know we we bent all the rules to make uh, California a state. They did not have to be. Uh, they didn't have to go through the whole process uh, like the rest of the states um, being a territory first and uh, blah, 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 blah. So if you have things for people to do, yeah, if you're exploring a great new territory that's uh, full of opportunities, mass migration could probably be decent. It's good for the economy, and uh, it's definitely one of the reasons that uh, we have infrastructure in the country today that we, we enjoy. Modern America. 
love it or I don't know. (laughs) I hate that saying. That came out of 9-11. Love it or leave it. Love it or leave it. Um, So anyway, uh, I guess it's kind of my anecdote into this story. Sweden declares hand grenade amnesty in attempt to stop explosive gang violence. This is Sweden. Okay, Sweden 10 years ago. We didn't have a hand grenade problem and you're not a hate mongering uh white supremacist if you wonder what the real issue here is and you're not uh taken back by uh the mainstream media gobbledygook that they're feeding people uh this came out of zero hedge on october 15th sweden began a temporary amnesty program for anyone possessing uh, hand grenades or other explosives, urging the public to hand over their legal arsenals before January 11, 2019, with no legal ramifications or questions asked. You know, that's the funny thing. Every once in a while, there will be some grandma in uh, California that turns in, you know, a grenade launcher, you know, uh, (laughs) a shoulder-mounted IED, something uh, like that. Sweden has a hand grenade crisis and issues with organized crime since about 2010. Combine the two with refugees in the country is on the verge of chaos with violent crime exploding. Sweden is supposed to be one of the most beautiful, peaceful countries in Europe. But after uh, offering amnesty to thousands of refugees, the country has taken a turn for the worst. Of course, you're not supposed to know this. And if you say it and, uh, you know, and observe the the cultural shock that is taking place in your country you know you're going to be uh you know i i I just that's why i think the left is losing a lot of uh in a lot of ways because the only people that uh still buy that uh you know socialism can work with um you know a burgeoning economy and a burgeoning population uh, in, in, in these remote areas that are socialists that produce nothing for the, the, the world. <laughs> they don't export a lot of things in Sweden. Well, I think they have some watchmakers. I mean, they, 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 they have Ikea, <laughs> I guess. Uh, not that uh, it's run in Sweden, but uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, when you have a few people, when you have a small population, you have you know a, a certain amount of uh, strategic resources and uh, and a, a you know sufficient economy, you can do a lot. You can do a lot with that. It's a whole another thing when you let hundreds of thousands, even millions of people, uh, you know, use the systems that are not designed for it. It's just like when you you have an apartment complex, and instead of having two people, you know, maybe three people in a one bedroom apartment, you have fifteen. Uh, do that over and over again and there's just too many poop people pooping too many people pooping and it's not designed for it can't work that's a bad analogy but that is that is the problem with uh unfettered immigration especially when we have these control mechanisms and safety nets that surround us um so i i don't know (laughs) i don't know these People want a police state for you, but would love to invite uh, strangers into their home. I don't understand uh, how, how you can uh, uh, support that because ultimately these people are not invested. Now, they're not invested. They're not vested in your your way of life, your your culture, 
uh, your value system, and it becomes a clash. And what you have built and what the people that that were there paying taxes to their representative government to build for them, you know, because it, you know government protects your liberty. Wink, wink. Um, that's not what they wanted. And of course, it's just a campaign to shut people up by calling them. That's right, racist. You don't like them because you are a racist. So, I mean, turning a blind eye to the actual problem is what. That's what people like Beto O'Rourke do. Not that Ted Cruz is that great. <laughs> he wants to frack everything. He has a commercial on now. Let's frack. We need to frack Texas. Who cares about the water? We're making money. It's the economy. It's going to continue to rise. Well, I think the the Game of Thrones uh, uh, reference here, winter is coming, is uh, apropos. Um, smart home companies refusing to say whether law enforcement is using your gadgets to spy on you. Now, you know, when I ask my son, did you take the cookie from the cookie jar? And he looks at me and he doesn't say anything. It's about as good as a yes. So um, doesn't take a lot of social science to figure out when companies are lying to you. Transparency reports are standard practice across the tech industry, disclosing the nature, quantity, and scope of all of these law enforcement requests each company receives each year. They, you know, they, they probably have to legally turn over this information. But how it will be used and how selectively, I mean, obviously there's a, there's a, Indictment behind the uh, uh, just waiting at any moment for anybody that's you know tr- getting their information tracked and traced. I know a lot of you will say, "Well, if you're not a criminal, doesn't matter where I've been running every week." I like having my Fitbit, you know, and the chances of somebody really caring enough to hack your Fitbit probably pretty minimal, unless it's a stalker murderer um, that. You know, has access to a lot of that information that's really, really, really uh, tech savvy. Um, you know, those are kind of situations where I think, well, yeah, maybe it's stalker, but, but, but better yet, building a case against you, um, that, that is what this technology does. It creates digital dossiers and it creates uh, electronic profiles on you as a person that can be used uh, by insurance companies, actuaries. Uh, they can. Uh, input your you know lifestyle choices. Um, there's a new there's a new insurance Zoom I think it's called. You get this app on your phone and <laughs> they track your driving and they judge it not based on I don't know your age or how many wrecks you've been in. Other things that insurance companies would use. They just look at your your current driving algorithms patterns uh, and as long as you're willing to keep that app that app going in your car all day long and I guess uh, keep that – I don't know. It's just space on your phone. Um, one more one more thing tattletailing, one more thing that is constantly surveilling you so that you can get cheaper access to driving on those public roads you're forced to pay for. It's funny how that works. Got to buy the insurance, Doug. That's what people always told me about the, uh, <laughs> the Affordable Health Care Act. Well, you got to pay for insurance if you want to get on the road. You got to pay for the road even if you can't get on it. It's pretty funny how that works. Kind of, kind of, kind of a, seems like an extortion racket to me, <laughs> quite honestly. Um, but you know, when they paid with gas taxes, I guess that would have been somewhat fair. Seemed fair, anyway. 
Um, there's a notable exception for this practice, the smart home companies who sell you products that fill your house with gadgets that know every intimate fact of your life, all seeing eyes, all listening ears, all surveillance network taps. The companies that sell these products refuse to say whether or how they are being suburbed, uh, subordinated, I guess, to serve as, yeah, that would be the, uh, verb suborned to serve as state surveillance adjuncts by law enforcement you know it was interesting i talked to a good buddy of mine shout out to you chad who took his daughter to acl the austin city limits music festival that uh takes like two weeks i think there's or there's two weekends uh and, and you know paul mccartney i mean the who's who of uh the the entertainment industry musicians up and comers and you know big big names like Metallica are there and um interestingly enough he he said that his smartphone would not do uh, any of the things that he would have liked it to do like videotape <laughs> or videotape how old are you Doug actually I did go to VCR school so that should tell you something there <laughs> talk about talk about a person that's had to change occupations with the times i used to actually install telephone systems uh they're, they're they don't exist anymore server-based sip phones and uh you know ip ip phones all made by cisco that's where it's at today uh those things don't exist so you know that's one of the things i've always told people kind of relates to this remain relevant try to uh remain uh uh useful here on planet earth and you'll find that uh, lots of doors will close on on you or cl- close for you, and they sure have in my lifetime. But you have to open new ones. Anyway, these guys want to open all sorts of surveillance doors into your home, and people are just taking them. Who knows what your Roomba is telling everybody, but damn, it's handy. We have a Roomba, and I've had to defunct a lot of things. It wants you to put an app on there, like no, 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 no Wi-Fi password. <laughs> You don't get Wi-Fi, not installing an account. Just want you to go around in circles and pick up all of the crumbs my children leave. Uh, you know, some some one-fifth eaten sandwiches. Things I don't know if they would get that sandwich, but you know, bugs, flies that have found their way to the floor when I swack at them. Anyway, uh, so people are. Uh, Definitely embracing this idea of 24-hour surveillance and uh, kind of broadcasting themselves. I guess I do I do that to an extent right here on this show. But uh, yeah, I, I think that more and more consumers are becoming aware of this, and there are you know people in industry and in government that are uh, trying to to balance uh, the protections versus uh, all that good data, all that good data that people. Are getting, uh, you know, I'm talking about the uh, the, the companies that are uh, selling this information. You know, Amazon won't tell you whether or not they're selling your information about buying habits to third party companies. So if you have Amazon Prime, does somebody know who you're, what you're watching at night? Hmm. Of course they do. Um, and of course. With more consolidation of media and uh, limiting media choices, it makes it harder and harder for people to have a platform. Um, story came from Disobedient Media, 
via its author, Elizabeth Lee Voss. Where does the latest social media purge leave the state of social discourse? Dissident media previously reported the tightening stranglehold of censorship across the media. Unfortunately, events that have taken place since the publication uh, of that piece, uh, you know, the the, the famous, uh, you know, uh, talk by um, a dissident that has brought a lot of light to the surveillance state. Not that a lot of people probably care anymore. Julian Assange, uh, the crackdown on a lot of websites over, I think it was 800 uh, websites um, and and their uh, Facebook and Twitter accounts uh, were shut down. Uh, Free Thought Project, we cross-post some of their stuff, um, anti-media, uh, and, and all of the editors of uh, these websites themselves were banned in, in conjunction with uh, a Twitter and Facebook uh, purge that happened. Now, of course, uh, proper not, I've talked about it, we were on the, the 100 most likely uh, to be Russian dupe websites. Um, that uh, list was used. Uh, allegedly, they're taking credit for that list being used to go after uh, these websites. So I've heard of Matt Matagorist. Uh, he's one of the, the writers over at the Free Thought Project, Rachel Blevins, who does a lot of really good journalism, um, have have uh, been silenced. Now, I thought about it, and I was like, well, why is Blacklisted News not on this list? Mm. It's probably because I don't have a million-plus viewers on my YouTube account or, or any of those social media platforms. I do have a, a you know, decent amount of Twitter followers. We have like 58,000, somewhere in that neighborhood. And uh, we're still – we are still populating and pushing stuff from – uh, the Free Thought Project and those those websites with with abandon for where that may leave us uh, on the social media platforms on our blacklisted news page and uh, that may that may have repercussions in the future for the distribution of this this podcast. We used to be able to monetize this on YouTube. I don't think. Th- we don't have enough followers. You need 10,000 followers before you can make money. I don't want any of those quick quick fly-by-night uh, accounts making cash on their own. So where does this leave us? With more, more state control, more media control, and less options for getting information out, especially leading up to the 2018 election. Is it election fraud? I think so. Quick break. Back on the other side. We'll wrap it up right here on Blacklisted Radio. Stay tuned. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. This product is superb. I have been taking it for about a year now, and I can feel my cardiovascular system run like a Swiss watch. I definitely recommend this product for anyone that has high cholesterol, high blood pressure and heart palpitations a plus it's potent but it works i have been waking up for the past three years with numb hands and a week into using extendivite my numb hands seem to have cleared up my circulation was off and now it's back on track so i'm happy i feel so energized and i have my husband on it now my mother-in-law has cholesterol problems so i bought her a bottle as well thank you so much love the product tell us your story Get Extendivite today. Call 
928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. All right, welcome back. It's Blacklisted Radio. Thank you so much for being part of it. It's nice to see some of the familiar faces there in the chat room and uh, a few of our fear of our uh, crew hanging out, uh, texting into the show. You can do that uh, anytime. 512-222-3067. So Turkey is now, here's the new wrinkle. Turkey's now put Jamal Khashoggi's fiance under 24-hour protection. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I would be scared. Uh, that 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 didn't seem to do too well for Jamal. Now they, they and the fact that they didn't realize it was happening is surprising uh, as well. So everybody's trying to run away from this murder as fast as possible. Um, there's a must read came from Gary Levin over at the Intercept uh, about this Wall Street coup. Uh, basically explaining how financial industry, uh, you know, hedge fund leaders drove public pensions into crisis, crisis, and pocketed billions of dollars in fees. You know, that's how that's how they get you, kids. They they fee you to death. You buy something, you got to pay all the taxes, and you got to get all the licensing, and you got to do all the administrative stuff that. Uh, uh, goes on so everything's been not only financialized to to death to where you know the the world and the continuing um, 
you know, roll out from the government, Social Security, uh, all the payouts from uh, these retirement systems, need that interest rate to go up and keep uh, people keep borrowing for it to work. Um, thousands of people, uh, thousands of Kentucky public school teachers sworn to the state capitol earlier this year, angry, not about salaries, but about their shrinking pensions among their concerns, the high portion of money that has ended up in the hands of Wall Street in an opaque, high-cost products that seem to benefit no one aside for the people who sold them. And that's the problem, you know, when you have these pension systems um, that are, you know, operating within maybe the letter of the law, but not the spirit. I hear that a lot. They didn't operate. Trump wasn't didn't operate in the spirit of the law. <laughs> Should have paid more taxes. Tried to get away with only paying the government so much. But anyway, it's an interesting, intricate look at how, um, you know, the, the I think the the misdiagnosis that you know you get from a lot of uh, libertarian and commentators on the right about pension systems, it's not so much that you know free market capitalism, uh, raw naked capitalism. Um, prevails, but you know when people write the law, the people that write the laws, uh, they they are paid and uh, put in place by uh, these uh, industry leaders, uh, hedge fund brokers. You know Wall Street itself. I mean, look around on every corner. What do you see? A bank. I mean, I don't know how many banks we need, but man, they're just building them all around me, every which way. And I just don't know how many – You know, I mean we're moving into this cashless society. I just don't know how many people have that many financial services that have to uh, uh, have to be used um, that, that, that need to go to the branch any longer. Anyway, um, there is that. There is that. Another good piece. Um, where did we see it? Where was it? It was in my stack. I've got a whole new tag for just Khashoggi. Keen being up with <laughs> the uh, – with the drama, I'll bring more. We'll see the rollout of this uh, somewhat staged response to uh, these killings. What new details we hear from the well, the people you can't trust, the Saudis and the Turks. It comes right down to it. Or the CIA, for that matter. So, uh, maybe maybe the media will, will unfold some of this. Uh, maybe they'll dig a little deeper. Don't, don't count on it. Alright guys, that's my time. I will be back next week. Cross my heart. Promise. Pinky swear. For another live edition of Blacklisted Radio. Hope all of you have a great week. And until then, take care, my friends. Many people write about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you a few from Amazon.com. My wife and I both use Extendivite and are very pleased with the results. It has helped to stabilize our blood pressure and to make both of us feel healthier. Good product and goodbye. So far, so good. I've been taking Extendivite three times a day, only a short while now, but already I've noticed the circulation in my hands and feet improving. They tingle. I like the idea of taking something herbal rather than pills. I take Extendivite three times a day every day. I think this supplement has helped with my increased fitness regime and to lower my blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. It's
Public Broadcasting Network, because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.